Welcome to Earl Stewart on Cars with Earl and Nancy Stewart. Reach them with your questions at 877-960-9960. Here's Earl and Nancy. Good morning, everybody. We're back. Hello, regulars. And hello, uh, newbies. If you're a, a, a true oldie fan and you're looking for some music, I'm, I'll have to disappoint you for about two hours. My name is Earl. I'm a recovering car dealer. And the name of this show is Earl Stewart on Cars. And we're uh, kind of a how to do it, how not to get ripped off by your car dealer. I'm not alone, by the way, in the studio here at uh, 106.9, 95.9, and 960 AM, 960 AM. Uh, I'm in here with an auto team. Uh, we address all issues that you may have with automobiles, not just buying and leasing, but repairing and maintaining. Uh, we try to answer all your questions. The most important part of this show, by the way, is you. Because we want to know what you want to know, and we'd like to hear your comments your, and your criticisms. Uh, we love to solicit uh, calls from automotive-related people, people may in the retail business or even manufacturer-related people, the industry as it were, but mainly consumers, because consumers are not treated fairly by automobile dealers. Now, that's the truth in a nutshell. It's one of the most stranging phenomenons of the 21st century that we have a, an industry, a very large industry, thousands and thousands of car dealers all over the United States that are doing business the way they did business back in the 1950s, in the mid-20th century. Uh, all of the retail virtually has evolved to uh, keep pace with the consumer. The consumer is highly educated. They much higher, uh, and it isn't just... Uh, the person is the availability of information. Today's consumer has huge amounts of data information. I could say it in one word, Google. Uh, you have so many sources on the internet to learn how to buy a product at the good price, at the best price, uh, a reliable product, a safe product. It's all there for you. Uh, 50, 75 years ago, you didn't do that. And the car dealers are operating today as if you didn't know they were ripping you off. The problem is they're all ripping you off. Now, it's a slight exaggeration. Uh, there are some honest car dealers out there, but they're far too few. Uh, I'm going to give you a little uh, fact about a Gallup poll. You've heard of the Gallup organization, arguably the most reliable polling organization in the world. And they've been doing a poll in the United States since 1977, um, of, they do thousands, tens of thousands of polls. That's all they do is take polls. But uh, that's not true. They do a lot of other stuff, consulting and things like that. But uh, their poll is honesty and ethics and professions. Honesty and ethics and professions. So in 1977, they did the very first one, and they've done it every year, over 40-some-odd years. And they say this is the best profession in terms of honesty and ethics, and these are the worst professions. They do 40, 50, 60 different professions, the major professions that we deal with every day, businesses, as it were. Now, the only reason I bring it up is car dealers rank at the bottom. They are the least honest and the least transparent, the least ethical at the bottom. Now, they're not always dead last. Sometimes they're next to last, like last year, 2017. They were next to last. Guess who was below them? Uh, congressman. Does that surprise you? Not at all. And uh, 
the best I've ever seen them. I think two or three years ago they were third from last. So that's the need for Earl Sterling cars, and that's what you're listening to now. This is not the true oldie. Well, this is a true oldie channel, but this is not a true oldie show. Nancy? That's correct. Nancy is my co-host, by the way. Good morning, everyone. If you just tuned in, that was Earl Stewart. And uh, he was uh, giving you an idea of what our show is all about for the next two hours. Uh, So uh, with that said, if you'd like to speak to him or any one of us, we've got Rick here. We've got Stu and myself, 877-960-9960. Or you can text us at 772-497-6530. Again, you're listening to Earl Stewart on Cars. So, got a whole lot of information to get to, and uh, you are going to be very surprised. And uh, because I always say, the good, the bad, and the ugly, we're going to go over all of it. So stay tuned. And ladies, $50 to each one of you. First two New lady callers, $50. Again, give us a call, 877-960-9960. Now back to the recovering car dealer. Nancy, by the way, is a very, very strong female advocate for female consuming consumption. Just dropped my video cam here. And uh, she uh, addresses the, the dirty little fact that car dealers often take greater advantage of women than they do men. And that goes back to the mid-20th century, too. Um, There's a lot of female advocacy uh, conversation going on now. You can't turn on the television or read the newspaper or radio or go online without hearing uh, about Pound Me Too. That's the cyber version of it. But women have been taken advantage of many times. And uh, this is not the way we treat half the citizens. And either... Oh, okay. I hesitated there because I thought Rick was going to attack me, but he was actually just <laughs> adjusting my microphone. Rick, by the way, is a very Rick is a very large man, and but he's a very nice man. And I thought perhaps he snapped. I'm a big teddy bear. I wasn't sure. <laughs> At any rate, uh, Nancy is a one that will speak in your behalf. And a lot of women out there can take care of themselves. Believe me, uh, there are a lot of them that can more than take care of themselves. Uh, the one that seems to be seem to be. Uh, victimized most by retailers, mainly car dealers, um, are the older ones. And that's those are the group that grew up in the 50s and or born in the 50s and 60s and 70s. And, and they're in their 60s, 70s, and 80s now. These folks go out there. They maybe did not make the big decisions in the family as they grew up. And uh, widows, oftentimes, they predecease their husbands, and they're taken advantage of. Well, Nancy's going to talk about that, and she will be your representative, and that's the reason we're paying the first two f- new female callers $50 cash, no condition, if you call the show, 877-960-9960. You call that number, we'll pay you 50 bucks, no conditions. You don't have to do anything. You just call the show. If you are if you haven't called the show before, the first two. We need more female callers. Uh, the, we have now, we had about 50% last week. That was great. Usually we only have maybe 10, 20%. So we encourage you women out there to be heard. And if you have a comment you'd like to make or a suggestion you'd like to make, if you were treated well by a car dealer, let's hear about it. If you were treated badly by a car dealer, we want to hear about it. That's what this show is all about. 877-960-9960. If you haven't got a question or comment now, write that number down. 
get a pencil, piece of paper, write the number down. You will have a comment later on, I promise you, and you just won't have the number handy, and I'll probably be yakking. And uh, the text number, by the way, is 772-497-6530. That's 772-497-6530. And I just got uh, some text here. So they just came across. That's great. Love to see these texts come in. Uh, the text I'm looking at now says, have you heard of a term called carryover allowances? Supposedly this is a tactic related to dating the buyer's order when new cars are introduced in the fall in order to get an extra amount for leftover cars from the previous year's inventory. Is this legal? And that's Garrett and West Palm Beach. Boy, that's an inside term, Garrett. That's uh, very interesting that you would uh, be aware of that. You may have had some contacts in the car business. It's carryover allowance. That's true. Uh, what the manufacturers do, many, most manufacturers, I guess, uh, at the end of the model year, uh, to help the dealers sell the old models, they have a percent. It could be 5%. Uh, <clears throat> it could be 2%. It varies from manufacturer to ma manufacturer. And this extra money they will give to the car dealers to able to move out the old inventory. So this year we've got the 2018s, the new cars, but there's still a lot of 2017s that need to be sold. And the carryover allowance is to help those dealers. That's secret, by the way. It's an inside term. And most consumers don't know that. Um, I always say when people are talking about buying last year's model, uh, rule of thumb, don't buy the current model. If, you, if you're an educated consumer and you do your shopping, competitive shopping, use True Car, use Consumer Reports, you really are a smart shopper, you can get a pretty good deal on a 2018 current model. You have to get an awful huge discount, including carryover allowances, to be able to justify buying last year's model. The depreciation that you see on last year's model inherent when you buy the car it's a year old five years from now when you trade that in they didn't know you bought it late in the model year as a new car all they know is it's one year older than the other cars which are the 2018 so be very careful about um, buying those old cars and thinking they're a bargains um, here's another text we got this from uh, tina who is one of our uh, famous female callers famous and very knowledgeable, extremely knowledgeable, unusually knowledgeable for a man or a woman in terms of mechanics and consumer tactics and dealer she tactics. Knows your stuff. Really Good morning, sharp. Tina. Really sharp. Well she's not on the well yeah, that's right. She's no, not she's on the phone, but she's listening. And uh, and Tina says found another good YouTube channel, uh, Your okay. Car Angel. She's given us a lot of really Honestly, good your yeah. your car angel. YouTube she's amazing. Channel. So write that down. Your Car, Y-O-U-R, Car Angel, your Car Angel. So that's fantastic. Great news, Tina. Thank you very much. And is that all the text I got, Stu, or do I have any more? You have one more that came in after that. Okay, let's see here if I can find that one. Oh, here it is right here. Okay. Uh, two questions. Good morning. What is the difference between traction control and all-wheel drive? I could take a stab at that, but I'm not going to stab. I'm going to turn it over to Rick. Rick, what is the difference between traction control and all-wheel drive? And I'll give you another one, too. The follow-up is all-wheel drive is great for snow. Okay. There you go. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll start off with just a basic description of all-wheel drive, which basically means just what it says. All four wheels are in power mode all the time. In other words, it's a four-wheel drive, but all the wheels are getting power all the time. Gotcha. 
traction control can be on a two-wheel drive car or an all-wheel drive car. And what it simply means is that the computer will use the ABS system and the throttle control in order to send power and braking to each individual wheel as it needs to to keep your car under control. So the computer knows conditions. when the wheels are slipping on the snow or the ice or the sand or whatever it may be. Exactly. And automatically, automatically accommodates the wheel. It puts the power where they can get traction and takes the power off the wheels that cannot get traction. Exactly. Very good. Okay, we've got another call, another text, I should say. Uh, nope. No, that's it. Yep. Oh, the final part of that was uh, we live in Florida. Where are the advantages to having a vehicle with all-wheel drive here? I would say very little. Uh, actually, you might be surprised with the rain and sand and issues that we get on certain roads where the, the dirt and sand blowing across the roads, construction, but especially the rain. Y'all are sh I'm sure everybody's aware of that first minute or so of rain when things get super slippery. All-wheel drive can be very, very helpful. I well, feel it's very safe. It's a good point. <coughs> it's a cost-benefit thing, I would think. And uh, and I would think, you know, snow and ice. Have you ever driven on snow and ice? Yes, I have. Okay, so you you got to have uh, an all-wheel drive if you're on snow and ice. But in, in Florida, it would be a question of how much you want to spend. How much extra does a typical all-wheel drive cost? Oh, gosh, I don't know. Uh, some of the models, like the hybrids, and I, I can only speak for Toyotas, mm -hmm. but uh, they come standard with all-wheel drive. Yep. Uh, like you can't get a hi uh, Highlander hybrid without it. Yeah. And it feels, you know, you feel really secure on the road. Especially it's it's in the thousands of dollars, yeah. I think, in terms of... Uh, As a cost. matter of fact, Subaru is one of the vehicles that I think almost all every vehicle yeah. they make is an all-wheel drive. And they sell most of them up north, as a matter of fact. That's True, right. but they also do pretty well here. They're... You gotta you gotta give Subaru their credit. Well, Those a lot, are a awesome lot of cars. Uh, a lot of people are buying all-wheel drives and SUVs uh, for the the uh, you could call it the charisma, and mm -hmm. uh, a lot of trucks and SUVs. People are buying. I know Toyota Land Cruisers because they look cool, and it's kind of the joke about the pickup truck. Uh, next time you're on the road. Uh, and you see your pickup trucks, count the number ones that have something in the back of the truck. And and, and when you talk to a guy driving a Land Cruiser, ask him the last time he was off-road. So it's, yeah. a, it's a macho thing. If you want to spend uh, five or $6,000 to look cool, that's okay with me. But uh, I kind of laugh at you see a lot of pickup trucks driving down the road, and they're raised up in the air with massive, huge mud mm. tires and yep. <laughs> ten or $12,000 worth of modifications. Yeah. And then you look at the front end, and you realize that's a two-wheel drive truck. 877-960-9960. Write the number down, 877-960-9960. Love to hear from you. And as Nancy reminded you earlier, 50 bucks cash, no conditions, unconditional 50 bucks to the first new female callers. Want to hear from the ladies. You have a lot to say. You buy half the cars. You need to be making half the comments, in my opinion. And... Uh, the text number is 772-497-6530. That's 772-497-6530. And you got another text? Got another text. Boy, yeah. this is cool. We have a lot of people that want to remain, well, not necessarily. They just don't want to be on live radio, maybe. People don't want to talk on the phone anymore anyway. <laughs> Everybody texts. Isn't that the truth? Yeah. Uh, I don't want to talk on the phone anymore. I never did. <laughs> <laughs> Texting is the best thing that ever happened oh, to me. My, my wife will tell you, I'm, I'm the first one. I never want to talk on the phone for any length of time. Oh, that's funny. Okay, <laughs> here's what this text says. There's a button on my dash to turn off the analog, 
anti-lock braking feature. Since I live in Snow Florida, should I keep this turned off? Um, <clears throat> Rick would probably disagree with me, but I would say yes. Uh, I have never heard of any car that has a button to turn off anti-lock brakes. Mm-hmm. Well, this guy's got one, Rick. So Now, there, uh, there is a button on a lot of cars to turn <laughs> off traction control when you need it. But uh, to that texter, um, if you could send us a follow-up text as to what make and model car that is, I honestly have never, ever heard of any car that you can turn off the anti-lock brakes. You can turn off traction control on yeah. a lot of cars, and there's sometimes reasons for that. But oh. you know, people that like to race or they want to spin their tires deliberately. But thank uh, you, Rick. Thank you very much. That's it. Uh, we have something. Uh, yes, Nancy. Yes, uh, I am going to mention to our listeners as uh, just a reminder: if you're unable to listen to our show, or you want to listen to any of our past shows. You can always subscribe to Earl Stewart on Cars podcast on your smartphone. Is that wonderful news? That is. Uh, your, your smartphone or your tablet using any of the following podcast apps. Apple Podcast, SoundCloud. Don't you dare make fun of my accent. No. I can see it on your face. Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Pocket Casts, and Overcast. And if you'd like to watch highlights of our show, go to YouTube.com slash Cars. I hope uh, you, everyone caught all of that with me moving back and forth. I'm, I'm trying to adjust to the, to the mic. Okay. Uh, so uh, heads up. We're making a, 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 a splash here. And uh, ladies, uh, I'd like you to take a splash with me. Give me a call at 877-960-9960. And I'd love to give you $50. First two new lady callers. Now back to the recovering car dealer. Now the highlight of this show, uh, everybody tells me that, is the Mystery Shopping Report. And the Mystery Shopping Report for you new listeners is something unique in radio, or for that matter, TV. I don't know any media that does what we do. Uh, We send an undercover agent out somewhere in the marketplace in South Florida to a car dealership. We pretend to buy or lease a car. Uh, We respond to ads. Sometimes we look for Takata airbag-equipped cars that have not been fixed, see if they'll sell them, which is a terrible thing if they do. A lot of reasons we go out. Sometimes we just go out to recheck dealers because we've been doing this for over 10 years. So we've checked hundreds of dealers all the way from Vero Beach to Fort Lauderdale, and the dealers never know where we're going to visit. And we use different mystery shoppers. We use men and women. We use uh, even families. So it's a pretty realistic undercover operation when we go in and we find out exactly how they treat you when you go into this dealership how do they treat you when you respond to an advertisement every week i talk about how exciting this is it is exciting and usually i I think i use too many superlatives and i say wait till you hear this mystery shopping report is one of the most exciting or interesting so i feel like i've run out of superlatives and, and you know what happens when you use too many superlatives People just don't believe you anymore. But we've got one now, I swear to God. <laughs> this one's for real. This, is, this yes. one's for real. Wow. This it's one is Easter the weekend, most, you're swearing to God. This is the most outrageous. That's big. Outrageous shopping report um, I've, I've seen. And we've been doing it for over 10 years. 
this this shopper, th this car dealer broke all the rules, and he broke the rules not just affecting the customer, but also other car dealers. He this he violated rules for the Department of Motor Vehicles, the Federal Trade Commission, the state federal uh, consumer protection law, uh, the federal uh, FDUPTA. Uh, what is that? FDUPTA stands for. Federal, uh, Florida Deceptive Unfair, unfair Trade yeah. Practices. Florida Deceptive Unfair Trade Practices. FDUPTA. Lawyers call it FDUPTA. Florida Defective Unfair. It's fun to say. It is fun. FDUPTA. FDUPTA. Uh, Florida Unfair De Deceptive Trade Practices Act. So he broke all the rules, broke all the laws. And the amazing thing is that this event that's going on today as we speak, mm -hmm. live radio, this is the last day of a big sale event. And I don't want to tell you the name of the dealer, and I don't want to tell you too much about it, because this is kind of like we want you to stay tuned kind of a thing. Yeah. So I say that unashamedly. We want to bait you, but we will not switch. No, no. And uh, I, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you where the sale's going on. The sale's going on at the Palm Beach Outlet Mall. Correct. In West Palm Beach. The Palm Beach Outlet Mall, which is, you know, a legitimate place, but there's a big tent sale going on out there. And uh, that's what this mystery shopping report is all about. And it's an expose like you've never seen. If you're heading there now, uh, turn around, go to breakfast. <laughs> well, <laughs> if you're heading there now, you, you can go out there. There'll be a big line of people because it has fooled a lot of people. Um, Nancy and I were talking about this on the car coming into the radio station. And uh, we're talking about how could people fall for such a, a thing. And a lot of people, our listeners, are, you know, we're preaching to the choir in a lot of ways. We're preaching to the choir. Our listeners are usually fairly sophisticated, educated people. They're, uh, they listen to the radio. People, you know, it, it's, it's almost like people that read consumer reports don't need to read consumer reports. People that listen to Earl Stewart on Cars, this radio show, probably really don't need to listen to us that much. Hopefully you will listen and learn a few things. And share with, it with your friends. Or share it with your yeah. friends. But the people that really need it, they don't listen. They don't read consumer reports. They don't uh, go to Edmunds.com or Kelly Blue Book. They don't avail themselves of all the information that we have. And these are the victims of the world. And uh, the victims are the very young. I mean, I don't want to get political about this, but there are some that say it's every man for himself. They don't say man and woman. They typically say every man for themselves. Buyer beware. Uh, that if you can't take care of yourself, if if, if you can't if you can't do your due diligence, then you deserve to be fleeced. I mean, there's a, there's a school of thought out there that believes that. Uh, we don't believe that here at Earl Street no, Cars. We feel cold. that there are there are certain classes of people yeah. uh, who for whatever reason. I mean, you were young once. Everybody out there was young once. And when you were young, you were more gullible. And then you will be old. If you're not old, you will get old. Yeah, I think everyone is a potential target. And as we get older, uh, we're less you sharp. Let your and uh, how about but how about English? We have a lot of people in this country that English is not their first language. Uh, I don't want to get into politics there, but we have immigrants. We have, we have legal and illegal. We have... Uh, we have second-generation people. A lot of people out there, especially today, it's become greater and greater, who English is not their first language. Now, how would you like to be in Germany or Spain or France and go in and buy a car? You know, parlez-vous français? I don't. 
uh, you, you put me in a French car dealership and they could pretty well tell me anything or show me anything and I'd have to believe them. A lot of people are just like that in America and they're buying and dealing with English-speaking salespeople, responding to English-speaking advertisements, and they're victimized. These are the people that you'll see standing in line at the Palm Beach Outlet Mall right now who are being victimized. Right. They're there, for, they're, they're there to win prizes. They're winning prizes. Uh, interestingly enough, and I'm talking about if you just tuned out a mystery shopping report, we exposed a car dealer who you will find the name of the car dealership later on. Uh, I'll give you one more hint. If you go out to the Palm Beach Outlet Mall and go through the process, you still won't name the, know the name of the car dealer. Nope. Now, the car dealer is anonymous. He's having a sale at the Palm Beach Outlet Mall which is a violation in itself, and pretending he's a bank, pretending he's a bank, pretending he's representing a bank, uh, and the cars are being sold by a bank. And that's what's happening at the Palm Beach Outlet Mall. For all details, stay tuned. Yeah, and sure. If you're out of the we Palm Beach Outlet Mall now, call us. Call. Yeah, 877-960-9960. I'd love to have somebody out there. Maybe you're standing in. in line. Yeah. yeah, or if you'd like to text us, you can do that. Uh, you can uh, text us at eight or at uh, 772-497-6530. We're going to go straight to Don. Gosh, I haven't heard from Don. From LaBelle in a long time. How are you, Don? Hey, Don. Hey, very good. How are you all doing this morning? Doing good. Great. I uh, had occasion to uh, go out to a car dealer in uh, Fort Myers last weekend. There's a uh, dealer, Fusillo Kia, oh boy. who does a <laughs> lot. I don't know if you've heard him over there, but he does a lot of TV advertising. It's just constant. Yeah. Um, so he's been in business out there for a couple of years now, but he's big in New York, and he's got some dealerships in Charlotte County and uh, I think somewhere on the East Coast, too, but I don't remember where it is, maybe Fort Pierce or something. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so I, I kept seeing, seeing all these ads, and I was just curious what he's doing. So uh, uh, I went over there last weekend because he was supposedly having a big antique car show with a 1,000 cars. So I went over there and says, okay, where's the, uh, ask the sales guy, uh, where's the antique cars? He says, what's the antique cars? He says, we don't <laughs> have anything here. And, and it turns out it was at another dealership that he has up in Port Charlotte, but he didn't disclose that on his TV ads. Wow. So anyway, so I says, well, can I look around at your new cars? And he says, sure. And uh, the first thing you notice when you walk in there is the pack of salespeople in a, literally in a pack, and they have some sort of a code. You know, it's like a heads up, or uh, I, I couldn't figure out what they were doing. They're kind of like giving signals to each other who gets this next person and what kind of car he's driving or something. It was very weird. Mm-hmm. But they're all yelling and screaming, and it's just crazy. <laughs> so, so anyway, I talked to the one sales guy. who apparently had been there for five years, and I says, uh, uh, you know, let me look at your Moroni sticker and see what your prices are. And, and I discovered the bump sticker for twenty nine ninety five. That's two thousand nine hundred ninety five dollars for uh-huh. the bump sticker. Uh-huh. And and I says, uh, do you have, do you do this on all your cars? He says, oh yeah, yeah, because we we give you the appearance package with the uh, door guards, the pinstriping, and the nitrogen tires. <laughs> for for three thousand dollars, and I said, uh, "Well, what what good is the nitrogen tires?" And he says, "Well, 
he didn't answer. <laughs> and so, so I said, well, let me look at some of your other cars. So I walked around. It's a huge place. They must have a 1,000 cars out there. And uh, so I looked at all the bump stickers. Sure enough, the $3,000 bump stickers. But on one of the cars, it was like a sports car. I'm not sure what model the key it was. It was literally $9,000 bump sticker. Holy mackerel. And so then, so then I was getting ready to leave, and I met up with the original sales guy. He says, hey, you know, I went in and, and asked about the nitrogen tires, and they told me that it gives you about two miles per gallon more. I says, well, who said that? And he wouldn't answer. And I says, what's the source of that? And he wouldn't answer. <laughs> so it was just surprising that a five-year veteran salesman did not know the answer, or at least didn't want to give the answer to nitrogen tires. That's a long time for him to be a salesman. That, based on the turnover, he must he must really know uh, how to uh, take advantage of people being there five years with Vachillo. Yeah, you would think so. And his, his business card said senior sales uh, representative because <laughs> he'd been there for the five years. So anyway, I, I just I just passed that along that uh, at least that big dealership is is adding at least three thousand dollars and ten thousand nine thousand dollars and other other cars to their their Frony Maroni. Don, that is that is truly amazing. And I'll tell you something that's even more amazing. Uh, Fuchillo is the largest Kia dealer in the world. And uh, he is outselling uh, Toyota dealers in that market. Uh, wow. Uh, he, I think he, he may have a Hyundai dealership over there, if I'm not mistaken. But I do, I do know that he sells more Kias. He sells a typical Kia dealer around here will sell maybe 75 cars a month. Uh, Fuchillo, and I'm going from memory now, is selling in the hundreds of cars a month. I believe he may be selling four or five hundred Kias a month. That is almost that's for the Guinness Book of World Records. It's wow. huge, huge, <laughs> a huge deal. That's his catchphrase. And, and his, uh, and yeah. his commercials. Have you seen his commercials, uh, Don, on TV? Oh yeah, yeah. They're constant here, and he, they're giving away cruises all the time, yeah, yeah. and uh, some tearing up contracts, and yeah, uh, yeah. He's, crazy one, he's a, he does this outrageous stuff. Like you remember the uh, you don't remember, but unless you live in California, but I've heard stories about the dealers in California back in the day and it was like a show in itself the commercial was so crazy and outrageous a little bit like what Arrigo does here but not nearly as outrageous uh, and Fuchillo is a uh, he does such an outrageous ad it just attracts hordes of people he sells th- thousands of cars every year it's just absolutely mind-boggling yeah, well, the sales guy told me that uh, they were selling about 600 a month, and I think he was saying that particular store, mm-hmm. uh, and he said when they first opened, they were selling 2,500 cars a, a month. So it's, you know, well, it's just amazing. It, it is, and uh, I've never been to that dealer shop. I probably ought to go over there. It's a long trip from the East Coast to the West Coast, but uh, I've heard so much about them. It, I know of no other Kia dealer anywhere that's outselling the Toyota dealer. And the poor Toyota dealer over there, I mean, he's just scratching his head. You know, the Toyota, you know, they're number one. They outsell all the other imports and in every market in the world except for the Fort Myers market. Right. And that's at Fuchillo. So he's a true phenomenon. I'd like, I'd like to meet the guy, even though he's a crook. Uh, I'd still like to meet him because he does what he does very, very well. And uh and it's amazing that he has a salesperson that's been with him for five years. The salesperson clearly is making a lot of money. So, Don, that's yeah, a great call. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, 
I asked about the turnover, and he kind of admitted there's a huge turnover, you know, as as there is in most uh, dealerships. Yeah. yeah. But uh, and it seems like, and you might know more than me, that they're catering to people with not good credit scores would be yes. my guess. That might be why they're yeah. selling so much. Yeah, they're, they're, I was talking earlier in the show about victims. I should have added that when people have poor credit, and unfortunately we have too many people in this country with poor credit, uh, when people have poor credit, they're desperate. A car is more important to most people than a home. Uh, you know, you've heard yeah. the story. You know, you can sleep in your car, uh, but and you can't drive your home to work or, or to school or to the doctor. So people will sleep in their car, and they'll use that, and they'll let their home be repossessed or foreclosed upon before they let their car. So they'll make their car payments uh, sometimes, and they have to have a car. It's a necessity of life, and when they're desperate, they can be taken advantage of, and that's what happens um to that class of victims, I call them the elderly, the very young, uh, the credit challenge, the English language, not their first uh, language, and that sort of thing. So these are the people that Pachillo feeds upon and sells vehicles to. You know, one thing I was wondering, Earl, uh, that I didn't ask the sales guy, is uh, do the salesmen there get paid on that bump sticker uh, because, you know, it's added accessories so the dealer could say, well, we're not going to pay the salesman any commission on that because uh, that's our cost. Well, he prob- they probably get paid on the bump sticker. That's a, it's an interesting name. Uh, we call it an addendum label, and the dealers call it a market adjustment addendum, or they call it a lot of other things. But the bump sticker, that most accurately describes is the bump over the manufacturer's suggested retail price. They probably get paid for that. What they don't get paid on probably is the dealer fee, because most dealers will have the bump sticker, and then they'll also have the dealer fee. In fact, they'll have multiple dealer fees. Usually the car dealers don't pay the salespeople a commission on the dealer fees, the multiple dealer fees, electronic filing fee, tag agency fee, etc. Uh, bump sticker they probably treat as part of the gross profit, or at least a chunk of it would be part of the gross profit. And the typical commission paid a salesman would be 25%. So if a $10,000 bump sticker would be a $2,500 commission if they paid the salesman on the full 10000 It's uh, essentially the cost of the nitrogen and tires and the other little items that they have to justify the uh, bump sticker are, are virtually worthless. So most, it's almost pure profit. Uh, a good salesperson uh, gets paid 25% of everything he can make from the customer. And you can, uh, uh, some salespeople, if they get a victim uh, that uh, is totally unsuspecting, can make several thousand dollar commission. I mean, it's not unusual uh, for a salesperson to make a two or three thousand dollar commission for selling a car. If they make a twelve thousand dollar profit, twenty five percent of that is three thousand dollars. Yeah, uh, their uh, their uh, dealer fee was seven ninety five, mm-hmm. but I-, I was thinking, you know, some um, unscrupulous dealer may very well tell their salesman, well, our bump sticker or our Tony Maroney is not a market adjustment. It's uh, actual equipment. So our sure. our cost for our pinstriping and our nitrogen and our uh, bumper door guards, uh, you know, is like $1,000. So they wouldn't pay the salesman because they're going to say it's actual cost. You're exactly right. And uh, some of them do that, I'm sure. And I would say that probably most of them exaggerate the cost of the bump sticker uh, and and take, you know, basically profit out of the salesman's pocket. Uh, there's uh, class action lawsuits, several. There's one, there's one in effect now 
by a group of salespeople suing car dealers uh, based on their employment contract. Uh, a car dealer will tell a salesperson, if you come to work for me, I'll pay you 25% of the profit on the car. And uh, if they, unless they disclose the fact that they're excluding things like bump stickers and dealer fees and dealer fees by other names from the 25% of the profit, and that's fully disclosed, uh, they're violating the employment contract laws, and 25% of the profit should be 25% of the profit. But if they don't pay them on the dealer fee and the bump sticker, they're probably in reality only getting 10% of the profit, and that can cost a dealer a lot of money. And uh, dealers have been uh, lost huge settlements and uh, verdicts in court for taking advantage of their own salespeople. And that's what they do with the dealer fees, by the way. They rarely ever pay on the dealer fee. The bump sticker probably varies from dealer to dealer, but your ex- your, your observation is exactly correct, Don. Yeah, well, it'd be interesting if sometime you could uh, do a mystery shop at one of those uh, dealers over there on the East Coast, whatever it is, the Kia or the Hyundai, and, and maybe go in as a uh, bad credit person and just see what kind of uh, stuff they pull on them. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, we should do more of that. Uh, part of the problem when you do the bad credit uh, shopping, you have to have a salesperson that has bad credit because they're going to do a, a credit application. They're going to run a credit application on you. And so yeah. we, we need a mystery shopping report with someone that would have something like a 500 Beacon score. Uh, and then you would also have to have the real name. We use, uh, you know, pseudonyms when we send salespeople in. But we could probably do that. I'm, uh, we, I ju- we just need to find a mystery shopper, shopper that wouldn't mind having his credit run, and he has bad credit. Uh, but once you once you have that uh, identified as bad credit, <clears throat> then you've really got yourself you know, watch out because they will. They realize at this point you're desperate to buy a car. You, you look like a lamb chop. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you won't be able to argue about price. You won't even be able to argue about the type of car. They'll sell you the car they want at the price they want, and you will thank them if they can get you financed. And that's a sad fact of people with bad credit. But, Don, that's a great suggestion. I'm, we're gonna, we'll focus on that. We'll, we're going to find ourselves a shopper that will allow, to, uh, allow his credit to be run with bad credit, and we'll see what happens. I think you'll really be uh, surprised how bad a person like that gets treated. Thanks, Don. It All was right, very good. It was I look forward to the mystery shop today. Good talking to you all. Oh, thank you so thank much. You, it was great hearing from you. You know that that uh, Fucello Kia of Cape uh, Coral has maintained an F rating with the Better Business Bureau? For many, many years. Isn't that right? Many years. And they describe all the violations, uh, so many of them, you know, that prey upon these uh, customers that uh, just don't have a a great rating. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking about, uh, well, being taken advantage of by a car dealer. Uh, Earl's uh, mystery shop for this week is phenomenal. You definitely want to stay tuned for that. But uh, most of all, you are an important part of the show and would love to hear from you. Our phone number here is 877-960-9960, or you can text us at 772-497-6530. And remember, ladies, $50 for each two new lady callers give us a call i'm waiting to hear from you okay the show is complete (laughs) drum roll anybody got a drum roll there we go okay tina you have been announced 
Do your thing, girl. Oh, wow. I get a drum roll. I feel special. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I feel very growl. special. And ladies, and first-time lady callers, the $50 is a real thing. Um, it's, it's no joke. It is a real thing. So just putting that out there. And I Thank hope you. to hear more because I think, I'm the, I think I'm the first woman caller this morning. No. To, uh, I'm not. Okay, there was another lady that you called. Didn't over, so you didn't hear any? You didn't hear it because there are. Uh, no, actually, actually, I was in the middle of getting ready this morning, so I didn't hear the first one, so okay. <laughs> I missed that. Oh, but anyway, okay. I wanted to give like a mini review of Rick Case Auto, VW specifically, and Davey. I don't know if you ever reviewed them, but this was before I got onto your radio channel. And I will say three things really briefly about Rick Case if you're driving down there. They do charge a dealer fee. And they will do everything they can short of standing on their head to get you to buy that gap insurance for the value of your, of your car versus the actual value in an accident. They'll add that on. Sometimes they won't even let you drive off the lot if you don't buy that. Hmm. And if you're buying a car this weekend and, you know, banks are not open during the weekends, usually they will try to get you or they will get you to sign a spot delivery form. So those are three things you really need to be aware of if you go to a case this weekend. The gap and the uh, and the spot delivery form. What was the other one? Uh, uh, the dealer fee. Dealer fee, of course. Dealer yeah, fee. dealer so fee. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know the interesting thing about Rick Case, by the way, we just talked through talking about Flotilla in Naples. Rick Case is also a huge volume dealer, and uh, sells uh, thousands of cars. <clears throat> I believe Rick Case outsells a Toyota dealer with Honda in his market. Yes. And that's one of the. Mm -hmm. That's a very rare thing. So the, the sad. Moral to this story is that highly aggressive, highly uh, unethical, in some cases dishonest dealers can be successful. In fact, they can be outrageously successful. Uh, it's one of the few uh, retail companies, uh, auto dealers, where the really, really aggressive, uh, tricky uh, businesses can succeed even beyond some of the more honest dealers. So uh, I don't know what to say about that other than the legislators and the regulators are really dropping the ball. But uh, thank you for that uh, information, Tina. You're absolutely correct oh, yeah. about that. Yeah. yeah it's, now, because it's the holiday, is this weekend normally a pretty big weekend for car sales? Uh, holidays are made out to be great times for car sales. Uh, the, the car dealers jump on every holiday, uh, even Easter, mm -hmm. sadly. Uh, they, uh, they, you know, National Groundhog Day they jump on. Uh, they, every holiday is a special sale. Every holiday they're going to sell you cars for less money. The fact of the matter is they probably sell the cars for more money in their holiday sales than they do in their, on a day-to-day -day, uh, basis. Uh, it's they 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 live from sale to sale, and uh, the sales are all bogus. Yeah, um, I was going to say something else about Fusilo Kia. He's he, he's one of those people on TV you either love him or you don't, and I think he's hilarious. But I have a client of mine that's a lawyer, and she says that Fusilo Kia he makes more money on car repossessions than anything else because he markets that he'll sell to anybody with bad credit. He's the master at it. Mm -hmm. But he makes more money on repossession. Well, that's interesting. I, that would indicate that he may be uh, carry his own paper, which is a slang term for financing the cars yourself, and he could have a buy here, pay here operation. Uh, that would be, 
I can see where he could make more money financing the cars because uh, when you have marginal credit or bad credit, the interest rates are virtually almost usurious. I mean, they're right on the edge of usury. Yeah. Uh, used cars, they can be charged 25 and 30% annual percentage rate, which is just, uh, you know, a person with good credit now can buy something and finance it for 2%. People with bad credit are paying 30%. is uh, is almost obscene. The law, the law should be changed. And uh, they also have uh, special financing fees, which they disguise as uh, they really should be part of the annual percentage rate. Uh, but they'll get a, maybe a two or three thousand uh, dollar finance charge up front just for financing people with bad credit. Uh, I do believe that Wachilla uh, makes a huge amount of money financing. In terms of the actual act of repossession, possibly. I I haven't heard that. Usually, when you repossess a car, you take a take a loss. But in Wachilla's case, he might just repossess them so fast that he gets them back with equity. Yeah, probably. And another thing I find interesting about this conversation so far is most dealers don't really want to finance you. They want to get you into a bank or into a loan Mm -hmm. as quick as possible. So I find it very unusual that a first-seller car dealer will want to finance their own vehicles for someone that's got bad credit. Usually that's not the case. That's that's kind of different. it is. It is unusual. Yeah. It is unusual. Uh, I'm going to have to look into that. Uh, I was in the uh, buy here, pay here business myself years ago. It's a very, very, very difficult business. And uh, today, uh, the car dealers that do this, uh, the buy here, pay here dealers, they will put GPS devices. They even have a switches on the GPS device, so that uh, the payments, if it isn't made, they can stop your car and literally uh, know where yeah. your car is and then come in with a wrecker or the tow truck and, and tow it away. Uh, typically, you know, who, you know who does that? You yeah. know who does that? And this is not a used car dealer, not a used car lot, mm-hmm. but Mercedes with their lease vehicles. They will do that with their lease vehicles. I've heard a few stories down here in Naples mm. of people who are like a day or two late with their lease payment, and guess wow. what? Mercedes remotely locks them out of their vehicle. I did not know that. That is very interesting. Yep. That's pretty. That's pretty rough. Uh, some of these buy here, pay here people are uh, weekly payments, and a lot of people get paid weekly. And so the buy here, pay here people want to be sure that the payment on the car is made the day you get your paycheck. So if you get your pay cut, paycheck on yeah. Friday, then you owe uh, you know a hundred dollars on Friday, or two hundred dollars on Friday, and if you don't pay on Friday, Saturday morning your car won't start. Uh, or it'll stop in the middle of the street. It's a terrible thing they do, and I think there should be laws against it. I, th- I think it's unsafe, I mean, to be able to stop a person's car for a third party like a bank or a buy-here-pay-here lot is a terrible practice. And I did, I'm did. i shocked that Mercedes would do that. We'll have to investigate that, Tina. Yeah, um, I don't know if it happens now, but this was a few years ago, to, as to the best of my knowledge. Mm-hmm. I had a lady come into the salon, and she says, I had to call Mercedes because, you know, I was a day late in my payment and I couldn't start my car because they remotely locked it out. That's terrible. So she had to make a few phone calls in order to straighten that out, and it was very nerve-wracking for her, and it was shameful for her, too. I don't, I don't blame her, you know? Mm-hmm. And another thing about those buy-here, pay-here places, uh, they don't make it convenient for you to make the payment. You have to actually go to the location to make the payment. Mm-hmm. You can't call it in with your credit card numbers. You can't do an online payment. None of that stuff. Yeah. They do not make it convenient for you. That's something that you have to be aware of. Like, say, for instance, you, if you drove from where I live to, say, West Palm Beach, and you wanted to buy a car at West Palm, well, every time you make a payment on that car, you have to drive all the way to West Palm mm-hmm. 
make that payment. Yes, yeah, it's, uh, to it's total control of a victim that is desperate and has to have the car. And uh, and I, uh, Tina, again, your calls are pure gold. You bring up things that I don't even Thanks. think about, and and I wish I had. And all of these uh, points you made here about people that are victimized by credit are solid gold. I thank you so very much. Uh, for making the call and also for oh, telling telling the women out there that they really do get 50 bucks if they're a first-time caller because you know, on the car dealer, yes, they, they don't do. believe me they believe you <laughs> tina so thank you <laughs> thank you okay and two two more things before i go yes the state of florida the state of florida is not an ashtray please if you are a smoker put your cigarette butt out inside your car do not throw your cigarette butt outside the window because florida is a tinderbox right now thank you and another thing, there was a news report about distracted driving regarding cell phones, and I have a tip for the ladies. Every time you go to your car, put your purse in the trunk. <laughs> Don't worry about getting pulled over. Keep both your hands in the steering wheel and tell the officer, heaven forbid, if you get pulled over, my purse is in the trunk. Don't worry about it. Just throw your purse in the trunk. Don't even think about it. Great advice, Tina. Great advice. It's always a pleasure <laughs> hearing from you. Thank you, know, you guys. About, I really appreciate it. You're quite welcome. Talk, talking Ever. about Rick Case, you know, it was it's Auto Nation, Toyota, and Weston that they're out selling. Just last weekend, they beat them by, I have the real data here, <laughs> Rick Case Honda, 66 new Hondas last weekend versus 53 from Auto Nation, Toyota. Hmm. Okay, let's uh, we got a caller here. we got Paul. Yeah. Give us a call toll-free at 877-960-9960, or you can text us at 772-497-6530. Now we are going to go to Paul, who has been holding. Thanks for your patience, Paul. He's calling from Port St. Lucie. Yes, good morning. Um, before I ask my question, um, I had lost your radio program, and uh, I... I didn't know what station you're on, and I called for service uh, appointment, and your folks down there were able to tell me where you were now. Uh, meanwhile, uh, is my Toyota has uh, electric power steering, and my question is, is everyone gone to electric power steering now? Rick? Uh, the greater majority of cars are going to electric. Um, it's more reliable and you don't have to deal with hydraulic fluid leaks, uh, pump issues. It takes less power to actually run that electric steering than the pump does, drawing power off of the motor all the time. So it's, it's actually a uh, better system. And, of course, the other big advantage is electric power steering. The car can help control your steering, actually, for lane departure assist. And it's another step towards autonomous cars. It saves my distracted driving quite a bit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if your car is not in motion, uh, if you just turn the key on, will you have power steering if the engine isn't running? No. Uh, you will have a, a, a greatly reduced amount of force needed because the system's actually designed to be easier to steer but you will not have the electric power steering. They, they make sure of that because it does require a higher voltage level and an inverter to create that for most of the cases. All right. Well, you've been most kind, and I, uh, I appreciate the help. Thank you. Thanks for the call. Our pleasure. 
Rick, uh, Rick, tell me about this uh, Tesla recall. Do you know anything about why their power steering isn't working? They're kind of surprising a Tesla had that huge recall. Yeah, I, I only just spotted that just recently, uh, this morning as a matter of fact, and I believe it's something to do with the bolts on their power steering. Apparently they weren't torqued properly oh. or something. So they're uh, looking at getting a lot of these cars back in right now for Tesla. And for my edification, you think a car dealer would know the answer, electric power steering versus what, hydraulic power steering? I mean, it, there's no, so if you have an electrical failure with electrical power steering, does your power steering fail? Yes, it will. Now, what about would you, if you had an electrical failure, would the hydraulic continue to operate? Uh, well, that would depend on whether the engine is going to continue to run or not. I see. Because if you lose engine power, you've just lost your power assist. True. Now, the big advantage with the electric is that because it's a lighter system and designs differently, it's easier to turn a car with electric power steering when you have no power no assist than it is with the hydraulic system because the hydraulic system you're actually trying to push the fluid around oh, yeah. inside that rack as well. I got you. So you've got that, that fluid force back against it. Thanks, Rick. Do we have another caller, Nancy? Uh, yes, we do. Uh, give us a call toll-free at 877-960-9960, or you can text us at 772-497-6530. And uh, we have a caller from Jupiter. Her name is Maria. Or Marie. Good morning. Hi. Welcome to the show, Marie. Thank you very much. Congratulations. You just won yourself $50. Oh, how wonderful. I didn't know that. Yes. I just, uh, I just woke up, and I heard your voice, or um, um, the, your voices, and I knew what this was because I've heard your show before. And thank you for taking my call, and thank you for your service to the community. You're welcome from all of us here. Um, <laughs> Maria, you stay on the line after you ask your question, and I will uh, get your contact information and get that $50 out to you. Sure, thank you very much. Okay, what can we do for you today? Well, um, my husband and I, instead of buying our most recent car, about two years we rented it or we leased it. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and uh, according to the contract, we can only put on 10,000 miles a year. Mm -hmm. We've exceeded that. When we trade it in for a new rental or whatever we do, um, are we going to have to pay the penalty, or is there some way we can um, get around that? Well, Marie, unfortunately, um, <clears throat> the only way you can get more mileage is to pay for it at the onset of the lease. Typically, uh, there's options to go to uh, 10, 12, 15,000 miles, but you pay up front uh, every month for, uh, more than you would for the 10,000-mile lease. Do you know how much your mileage is per mile, excess mileage is per mile? That should be in your lease contract. Um, probably either $0.10 cents or $0.25. Cents. Yeah, it, it, it will be probably not as little as 10 but it, it, yeah. if you're lucky, it would be maybe $0.15. Uh, 25 yeah. is not on, is, is fairly common, and it can be even higher than that. Uh, there's not much you can do. Uh, do you have more than one car in the family? No, just the one car. Yeah. Um, you should do the arithmetic on that and take a look at uh, what the ultimate outcome is going to be. Um, you can trade that car in, um, and sometimes you can lease another car or 
or bring it in early, a lot of the leasing companies actually promote leases coming in early and will give you uh, sometimes even a waiver of payments. Uh, you can't count on that, but uh, this is what uh, manufacturers do and dealers do to try to keep you leasing another car or buying another car from them. But uh, uh, do the arithmetic. Get your lease contract out. Uh, take your current mileage. Extrapolate that to the end of your lease. Uh, do you have a 36-month lease, or what is the length of your lease? 36 months, yes. Okay. And how many, how many months have you driven? Um, where... 24. 24. Okay. So you've got tw- you've got 12 months to go. Figure out what your right. average mileage is per month and multiply that times uh, 12 and see what your total is going to look like. Uh, and then do the uh, arithmetic on 25 cents a mile or 15 or whatever it is. See how much it's going to cost you. Uh, that'll tell you uh, how serious it is. But unfortunately, the leasing company is not going to negotiate with you. Uh, mm. About the only... Uh, a safety net you might have if you got real lucky at the end of the lease you have the option to buy that vehicle it's uh, in your lease also it's called the residual value and there's a price that they put on that lease when you leased it from the very beginning that okay. gives you the right to buy that car from the leasing company at that price now if you're real lucky the market value of the car might be higher than the residual value meaning the wholesale market value could be let's say I'll just pick a number out of the air, $25,000. That might be the market value. You might be able to buy the car for $23,000 because that's the actual wholesale value. And, I mean, that's the residual value. I'm sorry. So you could buy it for $23,000 residual, and you would have a $2,000 profit. You could then sell the car right back to the dealer for his used car lot, or uh, uh, he could he could retail it, whatever you want to do with it. And uh, you got a $2,000 profit, which would offset your extra cost of over mileage. So that's only going to be if you're real lucky. Uh, but by looking at the residual value now, you could talk to somebody who's knowledgeable about cars. They could give you a guesstimate of what that car might have a market value of in 12 months. Okay. Okay, that sounds more than fair. Yeah, after you get well, the, send me the actual numbers, Marie. You can you can call back next week, or you can call me anytime. Give me the actual numbers. Uh, text it to us. We have our text number, which uh, if you haven't written it down, I'll give it to you again. Text the information to seven seven two four nine. All right, seven seven two four nine seven six five three zero. Perfect. I've got it. Okay, 772-497-6530. Text me your cost per mile overage, uh, the amount of miles that you're allowed, which you've told me, um, and you, in fact, you'll exceed it, and then put the residual value down and give me a complete description of your car, uh, your make and model, and what your accessories are. And that way we can even give you an estimate of what the residu- of what the market value will be. Then I'll have the residual, and I'll be able to calculate the penalty, and then I can advise you more specifically about what you might be able to do. Oh, you're wonderful. Thank you so much for taking all this time to help me. I appreciate it. Okay, don't forget your 50 Marie. bucks. That'll help thank pay you. some of that penalty for you. Yeah, thank you so exactly. much. Thank you <laughs> so much for months. calling. And uh, spread the word uh, that we are here every Saturday morning at 8 a.m. until 10. Again, thank you for calling. 
Ladies and gentlemen, we've got a whole lot to get to. You want to stay tuned for the Mystery Shopping Report. And uh, if uh, you want to read Earl's column, he is in the Hometown News and the Florida Weekly. And uh, that column is treated badly by a car dealer. And then you have five steps you can take to resolve it's a great read, Florida Weekly and the Hometown News. Uh, give us a call. You make up the show. We love hearing from you, 877-960-9960, or you can text us at 772-497-6530. And we have Pat on the line from Palm Beach Gardens. She's a first-time caller. Hi, Pat. Hi, how are you? Great. You just won yourself $50. Oh, my goodness, isn't that fantastic? Yeah. Nice Easter present. Yeah, and it's fantastic that you've tuned in to Earl Stewart on Cars. So if you yes, stay on I the know, line. we are looking for a car right now. Great. My question is, um, what uh, SUV at this point gets the best car mileage? Well, and I would want, I would want a... Um, either all-wheel drive or what's the other one four-wheel drive four-wheel drive well pat yeah, I would, I, yeah. I, i'm not in an encyclopedia of data like that but i know where i can get the information and that would be consumer google. <laughs> that would <laughs> be google, google. <laughs> and uh and we have our fingers flying right now and we're going to give you an answer but i don't want to pretend like i knew the answer i'm just going to tell you uh what we found out uh, it would uh, do you care uh, how large an SUV you have, or you just want the, because uh, they have different size SUVs and they have crossovers, the ones with the best mileage would probably be uh, an Asian vehicle, I'm guessing, and uh, I would say it would probably be a, a Honda, Toyota, Nissan, or a, maybe even a, a Subaru or a uh, Hyundai maybe even a Kia. Yeah, there's so many choices. It's, uh, it's, it's amazing. I see Rick is looking at the... Oh, I yeah. found them. And, um, and, 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 and Marie, the I'm going to tell you. There's small SUVs, there's mid-size, there's large ones, so uh, there's a whole lot of them. The smaller ones are going to get the best gas mileage. So yeah. sure. like Honda CRV, Toyota RAV4, Kia Sorento, and things like that. Yeah. The larger ones, you might have to go to a hybrid. Yeah. yeah, the Consumer Report really empowers the consumer. And uh, if you haven't picked up the... Uh, Consumer Report, April edition. Uh, you, uh, I think that's on the stands right now, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah, and Marie, they have about 250 vehicles that are rated and reviewed right here. So uh, with all of that information, you're going to make yourself uh, uh, the right decision. Uh, back Pat, to the recovering car yeah, dealer. Yeah, the, uh, the, uh, to pick a vehicle, any vehicle strictly on gas mileage, uh, would not be uh, the right thing to do. You should take into consideration other factors. I mean, safety, reliability, cost of maintenance, cost of insurance. Uh, so what I would recommend you do is you look at the uh, top 10 vehicles from Consumer Reports. And I think we can pull that up right now. And the top 10 vehicles from cons Consumer Reports would take into account the uh, all the factors, safety, reliability, maintenance, insurance costs, and as well as fuel economy. So let's, uh, let's tell Pat what the highest rated Consumer Reports SUV is for 2018. Okay. Does anybody pull that up? Nobody can pull that up. Uh, I'll tell you what, you stay tuned 
and we'll have that information for you, Pat. And uh, stay on the line. We're going to give you the uh, we're going to give you the uh, fifty bucks, but you have to give us your contact information, and we'll send you a check for fifty dollars. Thank you very very much for the call. Well, thank you. Keep on, on. Keep on listening, Pat, and spread the word. Give us a call toll-free at 877-960-9960, or you can text us at 772-497-6530. Now back to the recovering car dealer. Okay, I've got a text here, and uh, the text asks this question, and I think all of you are aware of this situation. What is your take, Earl, on the self-driving Uber car that hit the pedestrian? I just read that Uber settled with the family of the deceased and is avoiding a lawsuit and trial. Here's my take. It was bound to happen. Uh, we're, we're, in the, we're in the very beginning of driverless cars. Uh, no one ever said that autonomous cars would not have problems. And even when they're perfected, quote unquote, because there's no such thing as perfection, there will be accidents. And there will be deaths, there will be injuries, even with autonomous cars. So what we're talking about now, now are numbers, and I don't have off the top of my head the number of traffic deaths last year. I'm going to say it was in the 50,000s, probably around 50,000 Americans died in traffic accidents, and worldwide, I don't know how high it would be. If we could cut that death, death downs from 50,000 to 500, I'd say that would be a pretty good deal. But we would still have deaths. Every death is a tragedy. And there's a family affected, and it's a very sad situation. Hopefully, we could even get it lower than 500, uh, ultimately. But uh, this death with the Uber car, I don't know the specifics. Uh, I do know that it didn't surprise me and that there will be other deaths. But we should not throw the baby out with the bathwater. We just want to say no autonomous cars because we had a death or, or an injury. They will happen. It's a matter of numbers. Uh, Rick? You know, I, I was wondering as I read about that, that the, the car was unable to detect a bicyclist. And I thought, well, you know, one of the biggest things with bicycles is you, it's hard to see them, even when they have lights and reflectors sometimes. Mm -hmm. But how about a simple solution of a, a microchip, like what we use for SunPass, mm -hmm. installed in a reflector, that when a driverless car, which is already using its radar and everything else, mm -hmm. would suddenly get a signal back from that microchip and suddenly it knows exactly where that bicycle is, mm -hmm. I think that would be an awesome idea to make a, to increase the safety factor. I'll give you John Kraftchik's email address. He's the CEO of Waymo. <laughs> you know what? I watched the dash cam on that. Yeah. And I... I that bicyclist came out of nowhere. Yeah. I can't even. I couldn't imagine a human being avoiding that car. It yeah. was a dark road on a curve, and yeah. in an instant, that bike was there. Yeah. Yep. It was really. It was hard to watch. Well, if it, if it had been uh, if it had been a mistake, I'm saying if it had been a failure of the of the uh, system, then accidents happen. That's just the way it is. Yeah. Computers have glitches. Uh, you know, this iPhone I've got in front of me. Uh, you know, how much, how many millions and or billions of dollars of research have gone that iPhone? It's got glitches. Every new vehicle in the in the world has glitches. Every computer has glitches. So there will no be. We will not eliminate accidents with autonomous cars. We'll just radically reduce them. I think exactly. we have a caller, don't we? Yes, we do. John from Palm City. Welcome to the show, John. Good morning to everyone. Hey, John. Uh, I, I have a comment that you made on autonomous cars. They're inevitable. They're right around the corner. So are electric cars. And I don't have the 2017 auto accident figures, but 2016 deaths caused 
by the automobile accidents with 40,200. Now, the autonomous cars are predicted 90% of auto accidents will be eliminated, and it will sell a, save at least 35,000 lives. But it's, it's inevitable. It's around the corner. It's just a little setback, and the news plays up this accident. Yeah. But it's here, and it, we need it. No question about it. Now, on the electric cars, which also is coming, we, we have addressed a problem that nobody mentions. There are minor problems with that. Uh, if you buy an electric, fully electric car, there's nine states that charge higher registration fees, anywhere from 50 to $300. Really? The reason for it is they're losing gas taxes, oh. state and federal gas taxes. And second thing on electric cars, 75% of all electric power used for electric vehicles comes from fossil fuels, or namely oil, gas, and coal. So that's some address problems that are going to be you know, foreseen with an electric vehicle. And the big one is there's another six states that are going to raise the registration fees when you register an electric vehicle. That is, and, that's um, outra- that's the- outrageous. That's crazy. Here we are trying to have a cleaner planet. Here we are on the road to total electric vehicles. And here's the federal government subsidizing manufacturers to build electric vehicles. And you've got some moron states that are charging higher registration fees. That's just, uh, what, Do you know the names of these states, John? No, I don't have them, but I can get them for you. And it's a fact. It's anywhere from 50 to 300, and there's another six or eight that are contemplating to do it uh, to the future. And that's just ridiculous. But one, again, you've got to remember some of these states with their ridiculous rules. The latest is uh, on a coffee. I mean, they're going to put on a label any coffee coming into the state of California warning and could cause cancer. I saw that. <laughs> I mean, that's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. One judge. instituting. One wacko judge, and uh, there you go. Yes, it, it is. It but is. by the way, China has the largest fleet of plug, plug-in electric vehicles. Oh. And does everyone know what the number one seller of electric vehicle in the entire world is since 2010? Would you I guess what it is? I don't know. Nissan Leaf. Oh, they right. sold over 280,000 wow. cars since 2010. That's wow. So it, yeah, it, it's around the corner for both of them, and it's here to stay. And China now is building the largest uh, electric vehicle battery plant Mm. in the world. The number one, I think, in the world will be Tesla's plant that's building batteries. So China China needs it it bad. they got more pollution there than the rest of the world combined, I think. Exactly. It's true. But, you know, it's inevitable, and we really need, as much as people are fighting it and trying to downplay it, autonomous vehicles are right around the corner. And they will save lives, and they also will reduce traffic congestion. And they will so extend, we need them. And they'll extend your driving life and my driving life because we're both old-timers, and we don't want to give up our keys, and we don't want our, our kids to be taking our cars away from us. And if, if we have autonomous cars, you and I will be driving to we're 115 years old, John. Absolutely. <laughs> All, All right. right. I'm going to hang up, listen Great. to the report on Great the cause. Call. Great call. Thank you, John. Thanks, John. I'm ready.
autonomous cars. Yeah. Let's go. Uh, give us a call toll-free at 877-960-9960, or you can text us at 772-497-6530. We do have the mystery shopping report coming up. We've been talking about it for the past hour and a half, and it is a doozy. Uh, the mystery shop of, we're not sure, probably Pat Fisher Nissan. Okay, that's the name of that mystery shop. Interesting. Did I pique your interest? Okay. You can be part of the uh, rating of the mystery shop by texting us at 772-497-6530. Now back to the recovering car dealer. Well, how about Howard? Just going to let him sit there in a the hold? Oh, Howard. <laughs> Howard, do you have Cy with you? Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Good morning Howard. Great. Uh, I have a situation here that uh, I believe is the only situation in all of the United States. And uh, let me preface by saying uh, I've never heard of anybody else that had this problem with the car. Hello? Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah, we're, we're listening. listening. We're waiting, oh, Howard. What, oh. you, there's, a, there's a problem with okay, the car. I'm yeah. So I'm piquing your interest now. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yes. It, Here's the situation. Let me pick up another phone. This phone is not uh, working correctly. Can you hear us okay now, Howard? Oh, he's changing uh, oh, yeah. telephones. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Hear you loud and clear. Okay, I'm okay now. Okay. All right, here, here's the situation. Um, my son used to live with me about 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. He had a Mustang, and uh, then what he did, did, he sold the Mustang down here, and he moved back to New York. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've been noticing uh, in the past two or three years that I've been getting violations uh, sent to me. Since he lived in my address, he has the same last name, the violations come to me, and they're saying he's got a ticket in, in uh, uh, northern Florida in St. Augustine, mm -hmm. and he got a ticket in uh, uh, Tampa, whatever. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, what, what I would do, since the, uh, the uh, violations came to me directly, I would call up and nullify them. I said, hey, wait a second, my son doesn't have the car anymore. Mm -hmm. he said, uh, they said, wait a second. So they checked it out. There's a South Carolina license plate, which has the same num numeral equation as, as uh, my son's car. Exact same thing. And oh, the man. person has been driving around, getting tickets, <laughs> and it's been coming to, to me. Wow. So, and this is, uh, uh, as far as I'm concerned, I'm talking to a lot of people, they never heard, they never heard of such a thing, and it's just like uh, incredible. Now, when I, um, uh, before I, I purchased a car from you in, in uh, last year, mm -hmm. and uh, when I went up to the uh, tax uh, people, uh, you know, they said you can't, you, your uh, um, title is no good because you have a, a violation. I said, well, what is this? Is you have a violation, and he gave me all the information. And then I sp uh, spoke to one of the uh, people, one of the cashiers, and, and she gave me a printout of the violation, which was in northern Florida. Mm -hmm. And she said, uh, Here's, you know, hey, Google it, you'll find out more. I Googled it, and I called up. And uh, I spoke to the person, and the person said to me, uh, yeah, your son got a violation. I said, wait a second. Uh, First of all, what car? Uh, you have a picture of the car, right? Mm -hmm. it says, yeah, it's a 2012, uh, no, it's a 2003 uh, Kia. Oh, Kia, oh. Yeah. 
I said, my son had a Mustang. He said, and, and, and it's, it's not my son. Someone's driving around with the same uh, license plate number as my son. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. she said, that's impossible. I said, it's, it's, not, it's not impossible. Yeah. And then I explained that, uh, that uh, this has been happening to me before I call up. So she checked it out. She said, you're absolutely cor- correct. This is, uh, I've never heard of this before, but I'll take care of it. And I was able to buy the car mm-hmm. because my, uh, uh, my title was cleared. Now, I, I haven't had anything. Uh, and, and by the way, some of these violations don't even come to me. I just find out uh, when I try uh, to purchase a car. Now, how can I clear this up? Howard, I tell you, that's a, it's a real challenge. We, we've had similar uh, challenges with the Department of Motor Vehicles and registrations. Uh, it's a bureaucratic uh, nightmare, and uh, it almost requires somebody with a Ph.D. in, in uh, uh, automotive uh, uh, titling. Uh, we, we, we have someone like that uh, that I can uh, present the challenge to. And uh, that's what I'll do. I it's it's there's every ta- every state has different titling laws, and there's supposed to be cooperation and reciprocity between all 50 states. Uh, but you can imagine 50 separate bureaucracies all addressing registering and titling cars, and with all the little loopholes. So it is a it is a challenge for the consumer like you. It's impossible challenge. Uh, I'm going to present it to Janet Getz, who is our controller. Uh, she's uh, she runs our accounting, and she started out as a title clerk years ago, and she really understands this kind of stuff real, real well. So do this. Give me a week on this, and I'll talk to Janet. Maybe have her contact you directly, and we'll see if we can't clear it up, and we'll get back to you and solve the mystery. Okay, and my son's coming down. Uh, mm-hmm. He'll be down next week. And uh, what I want to do, I, I want to go with him to the uh, tax people yeah. and try to straighten it out there. But I doubt it. They, you know, yeah, I want to know if there are any other violations. Yeah, yeah I, I think it, this is, a, you, you got a doozy here. We're going to do our best. I can't promise you we can untangle it, but I'm, I would say we probably can. If a Janet Guest can't do it, nobody can. And we'll get this thing fixed for you. And thanks very much for the call. That's a most interesting problem. I've never heard of that before. Great okay. call, Thank Howard. you very much. You're okay. welcome. Give us a call toll free at 877-960-9960 or you can text us at uh, 772-497-6530. Now back to the now back to the recovering car dealer. Rick, I just wanted to mention on uh, I believe it was Pat was asking about the SUVs. Mm-hmm. Um, Consumer Reports their top 10 list there. I noticed there were two SUVs that made the top 10. Mhm. One of them was the Toyota Highlander, and the other one, the Subaru Forester, rated very, very high. There you go. So that was a Pat, right? Yep. yep. Pat, if you're still listening, uh, I would take a look at those two. I'd, I'd look at the uh, at the uh, Subaru Forester, and i look at the Toyota Highlander. The Subaru Forester <laughs> mileage, uh, well, you can look it up. Uh, uh, I think uh, it said 26. 26, yep. and the Highlander was 22. 22. 26 and oh, 22. Oh, hybrids is 28. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they could, you could find probably a SUV with higher mileage or better mileage, but these are the best of the best. And you want to take into consideration all the criteria, especially maintenance and reliability. Yeah, that consumer report is worth its weight in gold. I've and, got a text here. And, I've got uh, two texts. Eight, I got seven. Th- go ahead. Eight seven seven nine six zero ninety nine sixty, and uh, Earl's got a text at seven seven two four nine seven 
6530. Yeah, this text came in some while ago. We're getting so many texts today, I'm overwhelmed. And uh, sorry that we're responding so late to this text, but it's an excellent question. The biggest ripoff of off-dealer is drive time. If you know anything about that, and this is Stephen from Port St. Lucie, uh, drive time, uh, we know a little bit about drive time. We've mystery shopped them twice. And they failed twice. And they're, they're terrible. We're going back in for a third time. As I recall, they failed the Takata airbag shop big time. Not only did they try to sell us a car with a defective Takata airbag on the driver's side that could not be repaired, but they also lied about it and said that the car had no recalls and it was perfectly safe. Uh, the rest of the uh, shopping activity was also terrible. And so I can only say, Stephen, for Port St. Lucie, we totally agree with you. We recommend people to stay away from drive time. They're a national used car outfit, by the way. Uh, they specialize in people with bad credit. And uh, Tina from Bonita Springs brought that issue up, the terrible situation where people with bad credit are victimized. And I should always include those in my list of victims of so the very young, the very old, the English language impaired, uh, the, the, the uh, undereducated, uh, uh, and now we have the uh, people with bad credit. And uh, drive time, unfortunately, the national company specializes in people that have bad credit and take advantage of you. I have a second text that uh, I just got. As I say, we have a record number of, of text here. There's one more coming. So. And they got another one coming. This is really exciting. Uh, this one says, it was just announced that the Trump administration was reverse, reversing the CAFE standards that would require the average efficiency to be 54 miles per gallon. Is that a good idea? Uh, there's, not a, there's not a big hue and cry about that. Uh, uh, we are becoming... Uh, we see the trend toward hybrids and all electric vehicles. Uh, the prices, the price of gasoline has come down. We've become a net exporter of, of oil and import less. Uh, the, the squeeze is off on uh, CAFE. And by the way, CAFE, I forget what it stands for, but it's basically your federal standards on the average gas mileage for a manufacturer. So if you take General Motors, the CAFE standard would say that in 2025, your average vehicles and your all the cars you sell, General Motors, has to get at least 54 miles per gallon. Now, the downside to having a unreasonably high gas mileage attainment is it forces the cost of, of uh, the vehicle up. Uh, so there's two sides to every argument. I think uh, I think there were uh, there was a consensus that to to lower the cafe requirement a bit was not such a bad idea. I'm sorry I'm waffling on that, but I don't have a firm opinion either way. Uh, do we have another text already? I think so. And that is, by the way, that cafe is corporate average fuel economy. Yeah, corporate average. If uh, if a manufacturer does not comply, then they are fined a considerable amount of money. Uh, $10,000 per violation, not not line of cars, but per car. So if you have 10,000 cars of one of one make out there and they violate the fuel economy, then you can it cost you millions of dollars in fines. Uh, there's also a lot of cheating going on. You saw where Volkswagen got in, in, in trouble by uh, 
phonying up the software that measured the gas fuel economy when the Environmental Protection Agency measured it. So uh, the manufacturers are extremely frightened of not being able to, to meet their uh, targets. Rick? You know, it's, I, I read somewhere that uh, that's part of their incentive to get more electric vehicles mm-hmm. because bringing even one electric vehicle into that mix mm-hmm. that is brings the average down. Max, you know, infinite fuel economy mm-hmm. obviously brings that average yeah. way up for the other cars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The most profitable cars are the, uh, the larger cars. And uh, when you build an SUV and a, a big truck, a big SUV or a van, the profit margin the manufacturers have is huge compared to the small ones. Uh, cars, uh, you know, we're selling fewer and fewer cars. The profit margin in cars is negligible. The profit margin in an electric car or a hybrid is, well, a hybrid is, is marginal. Electric cars is negative. People, manufacturers lose money when they sell, when they sell an electric car. So the momentum has turned. All the manufacturers are going toward electric cars. And by scale, as the battery, uh, batteries are manufactured in greater and greater volume, and the cars are sold in greater and greater volume, the profit margins yeah. will climb. It's, it's not going to stop the march to the future. And, uh, uh, but there's still uh, a huge amount of profit made on a big truck compared to selling a hybrid car or electric car. We're going to uh, switch gears here a little bit. And, uh, boy, uh, during these uh, almost two hours, we've talked about two terrible car dealers, and that's Drive Time and uh, also uh, Fuchella Kia. And, uh, well, we're going to our, uh, that's the opening for our mystery shopping report. Uh, what a doozy. Uh, it's, uh, it's uh, well, I'll let the recovering car dealer share with you the mystery shop. We're not sure. Probably Pat Fisher Nissan. It's all yours. Okay, I'm going to do another text. Uh, this is the last text we got. I'm looking at an SUV. Can you do a comparison between a RAV4 Platinum and a Honda CRV compare vehicle? Also, what are the benefits of buying a new 2017 other than a price to a 2018 model? Well, we'll get to you that information on the RAV4 and the Honda CRV uh, comparable vehicles. I see Stu's fingers flying over his Mac. And I can text a link to the comparison. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll text you a link, and we'll also announce it on the comparison. And uh, But I can answer the second part of the text, uh, the benefits of buying a new 2017 other than uh, price to a 2018 model. 2017 are just, in general, not a good buy compared to a 2018. The dealers will lead you to believe they are. They'll say a 2017 is a bargain, and price-wise, it will be a bargain, but the price you pay is not the full cost of the vehicle. The full cost of the vehicle is what that vehicle brings you in terms of trade-in value uh, three years, four years, or five years hence, whenever you decide to buy another vehicle. The depreciation, the first-year depreciation, is huge. Uh, 20, 25%, or it can be less, but uh, I would say around number 15 or 20%. That's a large number of the MSRP. And you're not going to get that big a discount on a last year's model. So try to negotiate the best price on a 2018. You'll pay a little bit more probably than 2017, but it will more than offset the depreciation. That is my answer to the text. So we can now move along, and we will get into our mystery shopping report which, as I said earlier, and if you hung on for a while while we were at the, big, the beginning of the show, I said this is the most outrageous mystery shopping report we've done 
in the 10-plus years that we've been doing Mystery Shopping Reports. Matter of fact, in the studio, we passed uh, peanuts and popcorn. Yes. It's a circus. It is. <laughs> I smell it right now. Yeah, cotton candy. <laughs> this week's Mystery Shop uh, is the oddest investigation we've ever done. It wasn't just terrible. It Weird. was unusual. Odd is a very good word. It began with a mail solicitation that was sent to Agent X. Isn't that interesting? Our star undercover agent received a direct mail solicitation. Now, direct mail, when you get a direct mail solicitation from a car dealer, don't just throw it in the trash can, burn it. Uh, direct mail solicitations are the worst. Or send it to us. Yes. They sent it to our mystery shopping agent. Uh, the reason direct mail are so bad is because they can target exactly where it goes. If you put a television ad or an online ad, anybody can access it. If we had regulators that were worth their salt, they would be checking newspaper, television, radio, online ads because it's easy to do. It's almost impossible to check direct mail because the direct mailer, the company, chooses to whom they send the mail. And they're not going to send one to Pam Bondi, our Attorney General. They're not going to send one to the President of the Better Business Bureau or to the uh, Chairman of the County Office of Consumer Affairs. They will send their direct mail to their targets. And even with social media now, the targeting of advertising is becoming such a uh, science. Uh, the huge hue and cry now about the last election and the fact that the Russians targeted certain people. So direct mail is the old-fashioned, however very effective way to target victims. And they target victims. And that's, uh, that's why you can't find them. They fly under the radar. So continuing on with the Mystic uh, Shopper Report, this uh, direct mail piece, this direct mail piece, uh, it looked like a casino county fair traveling circus all combined in one shiny cardstock. It was just... Uh, Talk about bright, uh, bright pictures. It had a picture of a car key. I, I've got it here on my iPhone. Deal, uh, dollars of fortune. It's got uh, Beats headsets, bonus days. It's got a, looks like a, a, a wheel, a rally wheel, like a wheel of fortune. It's called Deals of Fortune. It's got a scrape-off thing where you match numbers. It's got a key on it. I mean, it says... It says, uh, as seen on TV. Yeah, as seen on TV. It's one of these glitzy things that get, and I just, gets victims excited. I, I, I feel yeah, cruel. I feel cruel when I, I uh, say exa that. Exactly. Sorry for interrupting you, but uh, play for up to $25,000 cash. Mm -hmm. That's pretty exciting. Yeah. At any rate, um, this, is, uh, this is what was sent to our mystery shopping agent, ironically. And the t it's, it's a promoting a big tent sale, and the tent sale, as I said earlier, is at the Palm Beach Outlets Mall on Palm Beach Lake Boulevard in West Palm Beach. So if you're in the car now and you want to have some fun and you're anywhere near the uh, Palm Beach Lakes uh, uh, Boulevard, uh, uh, Palm Beach Outlets Mall in West Palm Beach, swing on in there. There's a big tent, and you'll probably see a line of people. And these people, now some of them are out there for the free prize. Uh, because they advertise they're going to give out $5 or a Beat headphones. Beat headphones sounds pretty good. We talked to somebody from Port St. Lucie a couple of weeks ago that said he'd like to go into these car dealer uh, free 
gift things because you got something sometimes it's worth five or ten bucks and you get uh, some Tupperware or something cheap you could buy cheap. In this case here, they have a. But, uh, you'll, but you'll spend more on gas getting there. Well, you spend you more on gas. Well, <laughs> if you live close to the dealership, it's not such a bad thing. So anyway, we have an outrageous ad that I feel I'm preaching to the choir because you out there listening to us right now wouldn't fall for these things. You throw them in the trash can. They're laughable. I mean, when I go through my mail, first of all, I hate to. I'm just tired of snail mail. I go out to my to my mailbox now. In fact, Nancy and I just had to buy a bigger mailbox because we get so much junk and I can't throw it in the street. I've got to dispose of it, so I have to go all the way to my garbage can. And Your I'm sure recycling bin, of course. Mm-hmm. Recycling bin, of, of course. course, yes. And then I, I go through it and I just throw it all in the recycling bin. And the danger is, every now and then, I get something important right. in the mail. You threw your Amex <laughs> statement to the I've recycling th- No, I've thrown it. I've thrown and, t- and excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, guess who it belongs to? Me. Well, <laughs> I've thrown important things away. The, here's the, here, I, I don't think I've ever discussed this. But you this. live to go uh, down that driveway. Yeah, yeah. You live to go down yeah. that driveway. As I was saying, I have found Not out something. Enough. A new, this could be a whole new career for me. Uh, people that are forced to send refund checks are making the refund checks look like junk mail. Now, the junk mailers are making the junk mail look like checks. <laughs> so if you have something that comes in the mail that looks like a check, throw it in the trash can. If you have something in the mail that looks like junk mail, open it because uh, it's a real refund check. Our disclaimer is to read what it says <laughs> before you throw it out. <laughs> well, it, it makes me open stuff I don't want to open. I look at stuff, I said, this is junk. I said, whoa. I threw, a, check, I, I threw a check away one it. time. And anyway, I'm digressing. I'm sorry. You're not sorry. even supposed to get on the driveway. I'm digressing. I'm allowed to digress, Nancy. I, I'm the mystery shopping report reader. But That's right. Okay. <laughs> okay, and as I said, there was a key taped to the mail piece uh, with a caption, your key to winning. Now, I gotta, I've got to digress again. I'm going to let Nancy digress again. Oh, no. Because I know no, of no one. I don't. I know of no one that ever won a car. Yeah. Anywhere in the world on one of these promotions. Well, but, Nancy, tell us your story. Okay. It's going to be a short story because we got to get to the Mystery Shopping Report. But this is sort of uh, <laughs> about the Mystery Shopping Report. Okay. My sister, she lives in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Joan. This was probably... Joan. This was probably, I'm going to say... Oh, 75 la, years ago. La, ooh. <laughs> Um, let's move along here. <laughs> See, you should have told the story. Yeah. All right. Uh, anyhow, uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Uh, she received what a key in the mail. What part of Pittsburgh was that, Nancy? Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. I don't need to say any names. Uh, she had. Uh, she was. Uh, she she won a car. The key in the mailbox. She, she won a car, right? She won a key in the mail. Uh, so she goes to the location where they're giving a car away. Uh, bring your key. And if it fits, the car's yours. Well, guess what? The key fit, and she won herself a brand new car. So, with that digression under our belt. i got to add something. Yes. I want to give you a sneak peek because it, it's not in the shopping report. Yes. There was no car giveaway. They told Agent X that was just to draw people in. They weren't even giving away a car. <laughs> they, they just thought the key was a nice touch. Ah. <laughs> I, for, I, I didn't see that report. Yeah. Very good. So, anyway, out, this is outrageous so far, but you ain't seen nothing yet. Hmm. Uh, they were giving away a pair of Beat headphones. Now, Beat headphones are Pretty good nice. headphones. I yeah. Mean, you tell nice. me, I'll give you a set of Beat headphones. I'd say, fine. I love it. Love it. 
Uh, they had a prize wheel with a prize that included thousands of dollars in cash, car giveaway. There was a $1,000 cash drawing. And I like this. A promise of over $452,000 in cash and prizes waiting <laughs> for a long time. So there's a word there, waiting, right? They don't, I mean, it sounds like we promise we're going to give away $452,000 in cash and prizes. They didn't say that. They said it's waiting, and it will wait forever. <laughs> right. Because it will never be given away, but it is guaranteed to be waiting for eternity. Yes. And there were photographs of recent winners. I mean, uh, the suckers, uh, I'm sorry. I hate to use that word. P.T. Barnum Prob- was a sucker born every <laughs> no, no. But there's a lot of people. S- huh? Probably stock photos of people. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> They're not winners. <laughs> yeah. Uh, promises of 50% off original MSRP. Prices as low as $995. All of this in this huge, glossy, uh, shiny mailer. In short, it was the most mind-boggling, sensational car ad we had ever seen. I've exaggerated for 10 years when I talk about mystery shopping reports. I'm not exaggerating. This is, and we will never top this. This is the most outrageous uh, advertisement we've ever seen. What was noticeably absent was the name of any dealership. Now, that's a violation of the law. And a matter of fact, a newspaper will not run an advertisement. TV, online, you can't do it. Direct mail, as I said earlier in the show, direct mail is the root of all evil. Direct mail, they can do things that they can get away with that no other media can get away with. Flies under the regulatory radar. Unfortunately, our regulators have the radar turned off anyway, but if there was a radar, the the direct mail flies under the radar. There were references to a spectacular auto sales and my auto credit. But neither of these are car dealerships, as far as we could determine. As you'll hear later in the report, we did eventually discover who the dealer was. We think, probably. In fact, we have the buyer's order with the dealer's name on it. Naturally, we sent H&X, who received this direct mail piece, so it was perfect. His name was on it. So he had total... Actually, not really. It was addressed to lucky winner. Oh, lucky winner? (laughs) Or or current resident. (laughs) Okay, report. I'm speaking uh, as Agent X now, the first person. I received a gigantic mail piece at home earlier this week. It was addressed to a lucky winner or current resident. (laughs) (laughs) It was the craziest car ad I'd ever seen, so I took it to the Earl Sterling Cars team to inspect. I knew I had something good because it rendered my handlers speechless. I've rarely, I've never seen Stu speechless, so this truly had to be, I've never seen Nancy speechless, but truly uh, he was speechless. So That thir- was a shot, Nancy, at both of us right there. <laughs> so, so Thursday afternoon, I headed to the outlet mall on Palm Beach Lakes to see what it was all about. Remember, if you're listening to this in the car and you're anywhere near the Palm Beach Outlet Mall in West Palm Beach on Palm Beach Lakes Boulevard. Swing on in there. Have a little fun. Turn around. Don't do it. <laughs> I mean, swing in there. I mean, well, look at all the people in line. Uh, look at uh, you'll, the characters of this play that we're about ready to read you. You're not going to believe this. You're going to think I made all this up. I found the big tent uh, soon after I parked. The place was busy, and it looked like a carnival. I saw a line of people, and that wasn't even the weekend. This was like uh, yesterday. It was Thursday, yeah. Yeah. I saw a line of people standing in front of a table, and a man told me uh, that was uh, that was where I was supposed to go register. Okay. 
This is where the control starts. You get in line and they register you. They gotta, they gotta control you. I was in line for 15 minutes. Big line on Thursday. I, the line today is probably wrapped right around the block. Uh, Palm Beach Lakes Boulevard, Palm Beach Outlet Mall. I'd love to have somebody out there call us. Just, I just want to, I'd like to see, I'd like to have a visual reported from somebody out there. Yeah, FaceTime us. 877-960-9960. 877-960-9960. Call us if you're out at the Palm Beach Outlet Mall. Everyone won, by the way, I'm talking about the big line now, everyone won a $5 gift card. Now, that's probably legitimate. I haven't seen the gift card, but it's probably, they pay you 5 bucks to get you out there. And people... We'll get out. We'll, they'll drive out there for five dollars. They forget what five dollars worth today, and they forget the fact that they're going to spend five dollars on gas or ten to get the five dollars. But that's what they do. Uh, when it was my turn, a man named Jewel, yep, J E W E L, greeted me. That's an unusual name for a man. He had me spin the wheel like everyone else, and I won a five-dollar gift card. Whoopee! Surprise. Jewel said he was in charge of the event and asked me if there was a particular model of car I wanted. I said I wanted a Toyota 4Runner. He said they have several of those in stock. Now, we don't know who the dealer is. There is no dealer's name on the direct mail piece. Nobody, no signs out nope. there. Nobody, this is just a big sale. We don't know who the dealer is. Jewel went on to explain that they were essentially liquidators. <laughs> Whatever that means. <laughs> They're liquidators. And are, and are giving great deals on bank-owned vehicles. I asked him to explain further. He asked me if I had ever heard of a foreclosure. I said I had. He said, when I pick out a vehicle, they would call the bank and be told what to sell it for. He said it was like a, a short sell. He's just throwing out terms. Yeah. <laughs> It sounds it sounds Short. important. For, foreclosures, liquidators, yeah, for, oh yeah, liquidators, banks. Short sale. Uh, the, uh, the man is lying through his teeth. He's a terrible person. It's a lie, Jewel. You are a liar. I hope Jewel's got his radio on. That'd be great, Jewel. You ought to be in jail. Call us, Jewel. Terrible. I bet you Jewel's not his real name anyway. Well, I'll tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, I know you're out there listening, and most of you are in your car, so if you're, uh, if you're over there at the Palm Beach Outlet on Palm Beach Lakes Boulevard, give us a call. We'd love to hear from you, 877-960-9960. Earl is doing the mystery shop, and that mystery shop is, we're not sure, probably F Pat Fisher Nissan. Now back to the recovering car dealer. Jewel then said we needed to start with a credit application. I told him to hold his horses. I hadn't even seen the vehicle I liked yet. Jewel apologized, offered to get one of his salespeople to help me, grabbed a man named Carlos, and introduced me. Carlos walked me over to another table where he uh, gathered my basic information. While we were talking, an angry woman came over and interrupted. Oh, she boy. said she'd been waiting for over an hour to get a price on her car. Carlos excused himself, and Jewel came back over to me. He told me to go look around, and when I found something, I liked to give him the stock number. Before I left uh, to, to find my forerunner, Jewel asked me if I wanted the set of Beats headphones instead of the $5 gift card. I said, I would. I mean, who wouldn't? Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah. I, would, would you rather five bucks or a, a, a pair of Beats? Bucks, I mean, yeah. so he's in a heartbeat. I says, I'll take the Beats headphones. I wanted the rows of cars until I found a 2017 Toyota 4Runner SR5. The sticker said it had 8,800 miles. 
but there was no price. I wrote the stock number down and I went to find Jewel. And if you're just tuning in now, this is a mystery shopping report and we don't know who the car dealer is. No indication. Not on the advertisement, not on the uh, signs of the tent sale at the Palm Beach Outlets Mall. Anyway, when I found him, I gave him the stock number and then I exchanged a $5 gift card for a sheet of paper instructing me to get the set of Beats headphones. Now, Beats are good headphones. and you know, I mean, you know, anybody would rather have the Beats headphones. Here's what I had to get to get the Beats headphones, and I'd already given back the five bucks. I'd have to pay $49.95 for shipping and handling. $49.95 for shipping and handling. So I gave up the five bucks so I could pay $50 right. for a set of Beats headphones, which probably are phony headphones right. manufactured in Hong Kong. Or Taiwan. Yeah. If they're legit, that would be worth it. But they're not. We don't, we they're don't not. Know. And you're never going to get them. You're never going to get them. And they're, you paid fifty bucks. I got your fifty bucks. They're Beats, but it's spelled B E. Yeah, that's right. B E E T S. Yeah. Right. yeah. Before I could comment on the headphone scam, Jewel said Carlos was busy, but he would get his nephew. Okay, I'm pronouncing this correct. Jewel is going to get his nephew, John Boy. <laughs> Right. Good night, John Boy. I'm not kidding. John Boy. We got Jewel and we got John Boy. These are real names, right? Uh, to help me, he said John Boy was a pro. As a matter of fact, he would be taking me over the whole operation. No, no. John Boy's going to take over the tent sale operation. Oh, he's going to take over the tent, uh, tent yeah, sale. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. The whole so kit and he's, a precocious, he's a precocious He's inheriting kid. it like it's kind of. Yeah. Yeah. He's an apprentice. Okay. John Boy came over to the table and said, Let's go drive this beautiful Forerunner. We walked over to the Forerunners. I told him I had a car I may or may not trade. He said he would get it appraised. When we got back, I said I was paying cash. When we got back to the mall, I asked John Boy what the price was. He said he needed to call the bank for that. I asked him what dealership he was affiliated with. He didn't answer. Just didn't answer. Repeated he'd be right back after he got the price for the bank. He began to walk away. I said he had to tell me who I was doing business with. He stopped and said, Pat Fisher Nissan. I <laughs> handed him the keys to my car to get a praise. Pat Fisher Nissan is in Titusville, Florida. A relatively low-volume Nissan dealership who we've never heard of. A Google search reveals poor online reviews with several complaints about bait-and-switch tactics and the tent sale mailer event. John Boy and Jewel. Now, this is, this is a Titusville dealership, northern Florida, selling cars in West Palm Beach, with no name mm -hmm. at the outlet mall. John Boy and Jewel came back with my first pencil. That's the first you know, game. First back offer. and forth. They wanted me to buy the, new, the used 2007 Toyota 4Runner SR5 for $41,875. They were offering $7,800 for my 2014 Toyota Corolla with 60,000 miles. A new 2018, new 4Runner, identical. Uh, would be selling as an MSRP of 36109 A good price would be about 34000 Agent X's Corolla is worth 9000 Terrible deal. Terrible deal. I said they had to be kidding if they needed to do better. Jules said, let me talk to the finance guy. And he walked over to another man at the adjacent table. I wonder what his name was. Fin just finance guy. He, know, he never got the yeah. name. I, asked, uh, I heard him ask loudly, how low will the bank go? There's no bank, folks. No. There is no bank. That's How low will the bank go? That's called playhouse acting. 
Yeah, the finance guy said thirty nine thousand eight seventy five. Jewel walked back to me and said the finance guy said thirty nine thousand eight seventy five, but he liked me and would take another two thousand off for me. It was the best he could do. He said, You're paying cash, right? And I said, Right. He asked if we had a deal. I asked if thirty seven thousand eight seventy five was out the door. Jewel said no. There were fees <laughs> and taxes. And uh other stuff. John Boy and Jewel walked me over to the finance guy that disappeared. I wouldn't see them again. The finance guy asked me if I was trading in a 2014 Corolla. I said I wasn't. I was trying to sell it on my own. He printed the buyer's order for me. 30000 $37,875 dealer fee. $199, $199 electronic filing fee. $189 sound and safety package. Don't know. Out the door, 41907 He asked me if I was paying cash. I said I was. Then I picked up the buyer's order, stood up, and said, wait, I need to ask John Boy something. <laughs> and I walked off, found my car, and left with a buyer's order. Now, we, smart, we have the buyer's smart order. Smart man. There's, we have the buyer's order right here, and that's how we know for sure it was Pat Fisher in Titusville, Florida, Pat Fisher Nissan. So this mystery shop was the first of its kind. Asian X really stumbled onto something special. Pat Fisher Nissan gets the blue ribbon for the crookedest car selling show in town. Their mail solicitation was a glitzy bait and switch scam designed to lure in the naive and trusting and the ill-equipped and desperate. The whole sales process at the event was based on lies, foreclosures, liquidators, the bank setting the price. There is no bank. The whole sales process at the event even the prizes were scammed. The agent uh, had a $5 gift card, and we were still... They I took it away credit. from him. <laughs> I give him credit. The $5 gift card was legitimate, and they took it away and gave him a certificate where he had to pay $49.95 to get a pair of uh, counterfeit bead headphones. And I'm assuming, and I think it's a safe assumption, they're not legitimate bead headphones anyway. So they're not even giving away the 5 bucks. Well, you know what? We have the forum. We'll send it in see yeah. what comes back. Okay, we will. Uh, I, I think, we, that, we I will think that's a good idea. We'll definitely do that. Okay, the initial asking price was almost $9,000 higher than what you could buy a brand new one for, and the final price given on this used 2017 Forerunner was still almost $5,000 higher than what you could buy a new 2018 for. Unbelievable. The sad part is, folks, I mean, we're laughing at this. I'm preaching to the choir. There are a lot of people out there that pay these prices. They're selling cars. And if out you're there. out there at the at West Palm Beach Outlet Mall now, at the tent, and you see the line, those people, a lot of these people are buying cars and uh, they're being scammed. How many laws have been broken? Well, a lot of laws have been broken, lots of laws. It's illegal what they're doing. And here's the irony they're cheating the car dealers. It is against the law for a car dealer, again, the Department of Motor Vehicles does not allow a car dealer to go into another car dealer's market. So here we have a Nissan dealer in Titusville sneaking into the backyard of West Palm Beach Nissan. We also have the new Nissan 441 North, what is it? Uh, Southern, uh, Southern 441. Southern 441. Terry Taylor bought uh, Royal Palm Nissan, and we have Wallace Nissan up here in Stewart. We have three or four. We have uh, Nissan Del Nissan of Del Rey. We have four or five Nissan dealers, and this Titusville Nissan dealer is breaking every law in the book. The Department of Motor Vehicles could take away his license to retail cars. So it's not they only should. the dealers, but it's the consumers also. He's screwing the dealers. He's screwing the uh, yeah. consumers. 
How about lying. some state franchise laws? What, uh, what, uh, what's that in place? Violation for? of I mean, his franchise. It, uh, it's just, he uh, could uh, be yeah. he could be canceled by Nissan. These are all could be's. The chances of <sighs> and this is going on right now. Now here's the here's the amazing thing. You didn't read about this in the paper. You didn't you didn't see it in the, on TV. What are our regulators doing? Here's a scam Nothing. in the heart of West Palm Beach going on as we speak, right now. There are lawyers listening. There are regulators listening. There are judges listening to this show. We've got like 20,000 people out there listening to the show. Is there anybody out there that cares that there's a crime being committed on Palm Beach Lakes Boulevard in West Palm right Beach? Now. Right now. at the Palm Beach Outlet Mall. A crime. A crime. You said it, you said it exactly right. And if you're right. there, finish your hot dog and get out of there. Yeah. <laughs> and if they gave you that $5 gift card, run. If you live, <laughs> if you live close, I'd go get the $5 gift card. Uh, but I wouldn't even believe that you're really going to get the $5. There's probably something there that we, we don't know about that. I, hey, guess what? we got to stop. we got to make before we head yeah. to any other direction because I'm going over. How much you want to make a bet? I get uh, what I want over there. If the line the wasn't five, so long, I would go. <laughs> See, they don't know me. I could go there. I could go yeah. there. They wouldn't even recognize me because it's uh, the Titusville yeah. dealer. Yeah. That's what I should have done. You might win $452,000. I could have shopped it myself. <laughs> we could have done a remote. Hey, is that right, Colin? Could we have done a remote out there at the outlet mall? Maybe you can call in to kiss my ass. I think I think this would, my head, headset would probably be. Yeah. <laughs> Do a okay. report for yeah. the field. Are we out of time? I think we're out of time. Hey. No, no, we got four minutes left. If you're anywhere near the West Palm Beach outlet mall in West Palm Beach and you see the tent, We'd love to have a call, 877-960-9960, 877-960-9960, and this is a scam of the century going on right now. Just go out there, video it. Take your uh, smartphone out there, take some pictures, do a video. Get a picture of Jewel and John Boy. Yeah, folks, <laughs> I want get a picture. involved. I will, pay, I will pay $100 cash. Now you're talking. Pic- no, I'll pay $100 cash if you can send me, email me a picture of Jewel and John Boy. I think with a picture of his ring, it's in, it's in the Is report. So ladies diamond, and gold gentlemen, $100. $100, ladies and gentlemen. A picture of Jewel or John Boy, 100 bucks. He's got a lot of diamonds in that ring. On the, the <laughs> paper for the Beats headphones, I noticed it said there's a co- the company that's that you send your money to is All In Events Incorporated mm-hmm. in Port St. Lucie. So I'm on their webpage right now, and All In Events says they specialize in promoting dealers with high energetic, high impact direct mail campaigns, promotions, staffed events, and training. And then on their webpage, it says, we turn gift seekers into shoppers and shoppers into buyers. And they get paid a lot of money for that, too. Wow. Yeah. You, An Rick. event like That's this great. would cost $10,000, so or more. Yeah. Pat yeah. Fisher wasn't alone. They went yeah. and got professional help. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's exactly to do right. this thing. And, and let me repeat, ladies and gentlemen, $100 if you go down to the Palm Beach outlet on Palm Beach Lakes Boulevard and you video, is it you want John Boy, you I'll want Jules and the diamond ring? 
No, I just want either. Uh, yeah, for, I get two hundred bucks for Jewel and John Boy, or hundred bucks a piece. Okay. Picture of Jewel and John Boy, and we know what they look like. We'll have uh, Agent X verify the picture. Yeah, mm-hmm. this sale's going so on. So just don't take take a picture of your neighbor and send it to me. It's got to be Jewel or John Boy. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I think that we have uh, we have uh, a couple minutes left, and I'm going to just a reminder to the ladies and gentlemen: if you're unable to listen to our show, or you want to listen to any of our car past shows, you can always subscribe to Earl Stewart on Cars or Car Podcast on your smartphone or tablet using any of the following podcast apps. And that's uh, Apple Podcasts, SodCloud, Google Play Music, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Pocket Cast, and Overcast. And if you would like to watch highlights from our show, go to youtube.com slash Earl on Cars. Ladies and gentlemen, we are out of time. I hope that you enjoyed the show as much as we did. And we'll be right back here on Saturday morning. To all of you, have a wonderful weekend.